like my aim when I go to like white elephants. I'm like, I, I'm not, I may not give you the best gift, but you do something with it. Like it'd be a gift card or something. It's like, oh, there's someone got something someone actually wanted. And it's like, I got a gift card to, I don't know, Starbucks or some shit or just to Target or whatever. Like, I feel like that's fine to get. That's my aim for white elephant party. If I were to bring something to a white elephant party, I would bring something that only I would want. That's because you're, you're a dick. Like, you would just get your own gift then, right? Yeah. You could just buy yourself that without it, even having the pageant ship bring it to a white elephant. Right. You could just bring it for yourself. So why would you even bring that gift? So that you can look like you're a thoughtful person. Yeah, but you don't. And then if they think of anyone that knows you, knows that you did this shit on purpose. Yeah. Then don't invite you me. You don't look thoughtful. Don't invite me then. But like my, I just hate when people put gifts that they just want to give away. Cause people do that. Like, like, like I remember one time I went to like White Elephant at work and ended up bringing back like a stack of books. Like it was like a used stack of books what my gift was. Used stack of books? Yeah, because it's a White Elephant party. And at the end of the day, I ended up getting a <laughs> stack of books that were like already read. And I was like this weird, obscure author that I didn't even know who it was. And like I read some of the first pages, it wasn't even that great. And like <laughs> it was, I got a, I got a stack of books, and I wasn't mad that I got the books per se. I was more mad that anyone puts in rotation of someone getting this. Like you do not want you can like you can just throw this in the garbage, but you have the gall like bring it to a party and gift it to someone. Like you could, like you gave me garbage. You gave me garbage. Like it was literally you, like you could just throw this in the garbage for me. And then you gave it to me to throw away for you. That's how I felt about that. It's like maybe it wasn't meant to be a stack of books. Maybe it was meant to be a starter kit for a compost heap for your garden. No, that's about, still a bad gift. But have you ever thought about that? No. Did you ever think about it like that? No, no you have not. No, no, you have not. That because you're selfish. No, because you present it as a compost heap starter pack. You don't present it as here are these books for you. That's not how, no. You're not. You can't explain that shit away. No, that he brought because I know people, people have done this. That they'll bring a gift that they got regifted they don't even want and they know they can't use it to just bring it to a white elephant party, which I think is rude as fuck. Just throw in the trash before you get to the party. Like that's get a gift card and just throw that shit in the trash before you even get there. Don't even bring that fucking gift. Just go get a gift card and throw that shit in the trash because that's what I'm going to do when I get it. I'm going to throw it away. Or you can regift it to another white elephant party. I'm not a terrible person, so I'm just going to throw it in the trash for you. Like this is garbage. You got me garbage? I'm putting the garbage can. That's where it belongs. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just saying, like, don't do that. Like, don't do that. How hard is it? A $10 gift card is better than anything that you're going to bring that you don't want. Just bring the gift card. Like, it's not that much to do. Do not give me books. Do not give me books. Like, you like you, you pass so many garbage cans before you got to that white elephant party. They could just put them off any one of those receptacles. You can, you can even send me a story for you. Just don't do that like it's christmas like it's for a christmas theme like you're trying to be in a giving spirit you're giving away your garbage to people like why would you even do that it's so fucked up so i definitely know what i'm getting you for christmas this year (laughs) (laughs) i will burn them in your face like if if i know you're coming anywhere in a christmas party i'm gonna have like a bob water so i'll get you a copy of fahrenheit 451 even that's great. That's good. Like I'm just gonna, cause I'm gonna have like lighter fluid with me. I'm just gonna like, be, it's gonna be a fire right there. Like I'm just gonna set the shit on fire right there, so you can just see like, you agree. Thank you. That's fine. That's totally fine. I'm cool with that. Damn. Just yeah. Just get the gift card. Get the gift card. 
We are one week removed from our top 10 albums. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Everybody loves yours. Nobody likes mine. Someone likes yours, man. I think there's some good music on there, though. Here's the thing. We got a lot of responses to that. I did. And there were actually a few people that were mad at us that we didn't include certain albums. I think I saw that. To you, what was the most egregious omission from your list? In terms of my list, like I don't have an egregious omission because just because it's not on my list doesn't mean it's, not, it's, it's a bad album. That's what I'm trying to tell people. Like yeah. I said that I said that on things. Like just because it's not on my list doesn't it's not it doesn't mean it's a bad album. Someone got mad at me because we didn't put Nas on our list. I was like Nas. It's that not album wasn't good. It wasn't. It was like it has it had, it had some tracks in there, but like no, it didn't. It had big, one no, song and, and it wasn't saying. even that good. And that's the thing I'm saying because it's like that's what I'm saying because that's the same thing with, like Push T had Daytona and has seven great albums on there, so I made my top ten. He also had seven tracks on his record too, mm-hmm. but it was like two or three that you may want to listen to. So yeah. what do I even what do I do with that? Right. What are you gonna do? What do I do with that? Like sorry it, Nas, and I love Nas. I say this as a Nas I fan. I said Push T was on my ten because of that. Like he had seven tracks with seven bangers, so he made the top ten. What about J. Cole. We missed out on J. Cole. We missed out on K.O.D. K- J. Cole had a good album. I just feel like it was an album that was anointed way before it even came out, though. Like, people just had this reaction before it even came out. And then I heard it, and I was like, it's good, but y'all are really hyping this thing up a lot. Careful, man. J. No, Cole fans people are, are out there. No, people are mad, though, but I'm saying, like, I'm not, saying, come for your head. I'm not saying it's a bad album, though. That's not what I'm saying here. I just feel like... I stand by my top 10 being better than anything on that album. That doesn't mean I'm not dissing it though. I'm not, because like I said, there was a lot of good music came out this year. A lot of it. And I don't want to make it seem as a slight to J. Cole because I, I I jammed his album. It was, it was a good album. Which is not on my top 10. We should do a, it. We should do a bottom 10 albums of the year. Bottom 10? Yeah. Like a 10, 10 worst? Yeah. That, like, that takes some digging. Like to find bad music, like to refine truly. Mm-hmm. Bad music, like it's bad music out there, and it's just for mass consumption. Not even so much bad, just the bottom. Yeah, I'm saying like the bottom though. Like we should, we trying to get the bottom ten. Yeah, like not just the stuff you could just hear like on any like radio station. Or we're going underneath that. Yeah. So that takes some true digging because it can get pretty. It gets pretty. Speaking of bottoms. On Saturday night, great segue. Mason Elijah. That is a great segue. Started a Twitter thread saying Did that. You practice that? No, that just came right off the dome. Man, on Saturday night, Mason Elijah started a Twitter oh, thread man. saying that he had dated Washington Wizard Center Dwight Howard. Elijah, don't know if I'm saying that right. Probably not. It doesn't matter at this point. I think we know we know what we're talking about. Some people do. Elijah also wrote that after breaking up with Howard, he was harassed and threatened by both Howard and a man named Calvin who works for him. While Howard and his team have stayed quiet, Elijah has not. He's continued to talk on Twitter and Instagram about the accusations and defend himself from people who have called him a gold digger and a liar who has made up stories before. This thread began on Saturday night with Elijah going over how the two met and developed a relationship until he found out Howard was, quote, basically sleeping with someone else. From there, the Twitter thread goes into a recording of what sounds like Elijah's voice yelling at a man he calls Dwight. That man says he doesn't remember what Elijah is talking about. 
So this broke out over the weekend. Yeah. It was a trending topic on Twitter. Dwight Howard was the number one topic. And you thought, oh man, maybe he can't, maybe he went off. Maybe he had a return to greatness. Maybe, you know, maybe he went, you know, triple double. He, he had like he had like he he could give you like glimpses, like this is random games. He can like just have like 30 points for some reason. But this was not the reason why he was a training topic. Yeah. No. He was a training topic because he was at the middle of a tea bagging of epic proportions man yeah so what do you think how should how should we react to this news breaking out as a as a nation (laughs) as a nation be the voice of a nation as a nation yeah as a nation, that we're reacting to this because <laughs> this is where we're at. Man. As a nation, like we really care about who Dwight Howard's fucking. As a nation, like that's national news. Apparently, we do. Look, as a nation, that really hit. That really hit me back a second. <laughs> like, because that's. Do we need to? Do we need to like just admit that we care more about people's bedroom lives than? We care about their overall well-being because we're making fun of this guy. We definitely do. We're roasting this guy, and when I say we, I mean the collective we. You can go on Twitter and you know. Oh, I, saw, I saw this. I saw this thirty for thirty that literally that I couldn't help but laugh. It was like a fake thirty for thirty about it. Oh my and, god! Oh my god! Yeah, no, I can't. I couldn't even help. I the, was saying I laughed at it. it was the so lengths that people go to to make fun of somebody to, uh, for for the retweets and the likes is, is astonishing. But there is under there is sort of like an underlying darker element to all of this it definitely is we're we're seeing glimpses of homophobia transphobia whatever you want to call it yeah it's definitely there in in like a really light-hearted sense which it's like it's weird it's a really gross it's insidious ugly feeling yeah it's in there though co- sugar-coated with jokes and oh it's only twitter kind of banter yeah it really is man how much of a problem is that I think that is it is a problem because but I think that at the same time all things are ridiculous in some way in some level. So it's it is a problem, yes, because I think that um a lot of things are masked within it. But at the end of the day, like everything is ridiculous on some level. Like that's just how I feel about it, cause man, like, cause it's just like you just hear jokes that are sometimes just funny. Yeah. And it's like so it's hard it's so it's hard to kinda like pull it out because like that version of part of you laughs at it. Like, even though your brain's like, this is wrong, but you just can't help but laugh at it. It's like, it's like yeah. that. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, that delivery is like very insidious. Like the fact that like, you're, you can't help but laugh at it, but you're like, damn, there's something ugly in there though. Making fun of Dwight Howard is fine. Making fun of Dwight Howard for liking dudes, not fine. Yeah, no, it's not. Like right. there's, like there's, there's lines that are there. Yeah. And, you know, there. I think that there's. You can be. Um, how do I say that? It, you can almost be offensive without being distasteful. Yeah, does that make sense? That's 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 pretty much comedy. That's pretty much comedy because comedy will offend you, but it doesn't be like there's some things that are just in poor taste. Yeah, like this is not the time for that. Right, or nothing, not the place. So yeah, right. But I agree. Yeah, so it's like that's. So why isn't anybody still talking about this story? Like it, it really did 
like take over well, on Saturday night, think, and then now it's gone. It's important that like I think they said the person to try to um do this to other people before. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, so a lot of people are trying to are writing off as that for the most part. Like there's no like uh, they feel like they think this person is actually a scammer. That's what, the, that's what the people think. So I think a lot of places aren't giving this thing a lot of clout yet. I think they're like, trying to wait to see if something actually like develops that state that's tangible from the article on monday elige also did a live video on instagram in it he addressed people on twitter who claimed that elige had once made up a story about the rapper playboy cardi right elige responding to the question several times saying i don't know what you guys are talking about i don't know cardi i don't know that boy the video in full has since been uploaded to youtube it's about an hour long Jesus. yeah there's no fucking way i'm watching an hour long video no of anything about dwight howard Right. So, like, is this a story or is this not a story? The only reason that this should be a story is because it's fucking weird and gross that apparently he went, Dwight Howard went to sex orgies and was fucking raw. Yeah, as a as a as a healthcare professional, I have to to say that I am against actions of unprotected sex in that in that kind of a. In your prof- in your professional that, opinion, is yeah, that a good a, idea? No, it's a, in my professional opinion, it's a horrible fucking idea. Yeah. Like, horrible fucking idea. And that's my professional opinion as a horrible fucking idea. But what if you're rich and famous? Can't you just afford to make diseases go away? Have- <laughs> Careful before you answer that. We have evidence. Do we? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, because the thing is, is like people that <coughs> people that like watch magic johnson he says he's like and um he says he's like in the best shape of his life though certainly looks that way yeah and he also looks a lot bigger though and one of the side effects of one of the hiv medications that it distribute like is, is like it may it disproportionate your fat distribution oh okay so you, so you I like you can see that you can see that that could be evidence that have been using his meds though mm. so that's what i'm saying like and people always say like oh he's fine but i'm like i see i see some side effects of his medication like that's why i got bigger but he always said it was in great shape, but he's looking like he's fat and shit. Like, it's like, that's what that is. He could be very fit, but the distribution of his fat could be affected by his meds that he's on. Because I'm pretty sure he hasn't stopped taking his meds yet. Like, he could say that he doesn't, but I mean. Why would he stop? Why would he, exactly. Like, I don't believe that. I just, I think he's still taking his meds. I, I like, why would you stop taking your meds? Like, you, like they're well within your range to afford. And you're like, you're doing fine with your health regimen when you're on them. So, why would you stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, he may be on, like, a lighter type of therapy, but he has I don't think he stopped. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, that's never made sense to me. Like, even if it's undetectable, you're not stopping. Like, Wait, he, he said, he went out and said that he stopped taking I've his meds? I've heard people say that he stopped, but I'm just like, he's not, but I'm saying, I'm just people that say that he stopped. I'm mm. like, no, he hasn't. He's not cured of anything because he's still taking his medications, I'm sure. If there was a cure, we would have known about it, right? I assume so. Like, this is getting deep into conspiracy theories because, like, there's a lot of nonsense there. And I don't want to dip my toe in that water. Like, but I just think for the most part, yeah. Like, it's like the fact that I think that I think the HIV is is an unfortunate thing, but there are a lot of unfortunate things and they're all connected to a conspiracy. Things just happen that are just really bad sometimes. Did you hear in China, allegedly, there's been two girls, two twin girls born through, um, basically like genetic coding who have a um what do you call it they have a uh 
what, what's the word when like you are immunity? not immunity but like close to that it's like you're not full immune but it's you have like a uh oh man i don't know i don't know what the word is but there i think their parents like one of the parents had hiv mm-hmm. and so they just took out the code in their dna that would be um subjected to like the hiv virus and they erased it or they replaced it with something else. So now they're apparently they are unable to get HIV. But nobody even knows if these babies exist because this guy just came out with like this YouTube video and was like, hey, guess what we did? We made babies. It's definitely immunity though, just for the record. Is it? That's immunity. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's fine. But no, I haven't heard. Sorry, of- I didn't go to medical school. I mean, that's just a word. Uh, but. I mean, yeah, I never heard of that, but that's also that conspiracy theory pool. I'm like, I'm not going in there. It's very dark. That that hole is very deep. Come on, man. Come in with me. I'm not. No. Come on, man. Fuck that. Let's do it. No. Let's jump into it. No. Let's take your take on conspiracy theories. There are so many of the yahoos out there that I don't even want to touch it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. We ended up in a weird place, but. That's my take. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. All right. Well, Dwight Howard, hope you're still clean. Yeah. And I hope that you really didn't send out shooters to this guy because yeah. that's even worse. That's a lot. That's well, that's way too fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. I guess the truth will come out eventually, Doesn't or matter. or it won't, and nobody will, it, and people it, will stop it, caring. It'll, it'll never matter anyway. Like, I don't care. It's your business. Do what you want. No one gives a shit over here. Not over here, at least. want to talk about some sad shit what's some sad shit drug and suicide deaths rise as u.s life expectancy oh gosh fuck drug and suicide deaths rise as u.s life expectancy why can't i say that word expectancy expectancy drug and suicide (laughs) Ah! drug and suicide deaths rise as u.s life expectancy drops the Center for Disease Control found that nearly 70,000 more Americans died in 2017 than 2016 with rising rates of death among 25 to 44-year-olds. Thursday's reports revealed synthetic opioid-related overdose death rates rose by 45% on average nationwide. Suicide rate is also the highest it's been in decades. Americans can expect to live over 78 years and 6 months on average a 0.1 year drop from 2016, according to the report released on Thursday. Okay. Another story in your related field. What's going on? Uh, There is an opioid um, crisis. Uh, I think the people, it's been labeled that for like the past maybe five years, five, six years that there's just people on opioids, like people are addicted to pain meds and uh, like, and sometimes it's really tragic though because there's some people that are just drug users, but there's some people that honestly didn't go in wanting to uh, use opioids like that. They just probably got they hurt their back, they hurt their wrist or something, and they gave them some opioids, and they're just really addictive. And next thing you know, that I've heard shit. that a lot. Yeah, where you have an accident, you're in mm-hmm. the hospital, they put you on the morphine drip or whatever like that, and then as you leave, they give you the prescription to. Yeah, some kind of high level 
Yeah, like Oscar or whatever. Yeah, and, he, and like, then that's it. Like, yeah, and that, he, that's, that's all you need to. For the most part. Yeah, it's pretty, like, that happens. And, like, it's, cause, and, and then at the pharmacy, you'll see signs of it. Like, you'll see people out there escalating. Like, they'll be getting, like, two a day, to four a day, to six a day, to eight a day. Then they're, like, going to different doctors. And then, like, it's, like, you'll, you'll watch the escalation of it. And they say, you know, like, then you have 360. It's like, yo, I can't. Wow. Yeah, like you, you'll watch it, and it's crazy sometimes. But all right, so fix it, fix the problem right now. What do we, what do we got to do? It's gonna be a tricky thing because uh, I feel like, I feel like the, I feel like the war on drugs is one thing, you know, because like it's just people were importing drugs here, and it's just like they're all illegal, and you could just make that illegal and fight against it, and like you could put your task force or whatever, and just. And you can do that, but this, but like this opioid crisis, it deals with so many other different parties. Like people want to make it seem like it's heroin, but like no, like it's the it's prescriptions. Like I deal with doctors, like doctor boards, pharmacies, pharmaceutical companies. It's like a different, it's like a whole different angle that you're hitting when you talk about the opioid crisis as opposed to like the war on drugs that was proposed in the '90s. So that part of it makes it have it gives it way more, um, I guess complexity. Because it's just like you're asking the government to go into the pockets of people that are funding them as opposed to the war on drugs in which you have where you're trying to fight an epidemic by going against a foreign invader. Like there are people importing drugs. So you can just put out people on the border and task force or whatever. What do you do about this? Yeah. Like how do you, how do you, like how do you curb this? Like that's so, it's just such a hard thing to curb than the thing before. Um, but, and this is built by, this is that by the system. So it's like, I don't know that to me, it's not going to be as simple. Like they're not going to, they're, they're going to try and give answers, but there are no easy answers. So yeah. Can I ask you something chemically? What's the similarities and what's the difference between heroin and like oxys? I mean, they're very similar actually. Like they're uh, like chemically they're, they're very similar. Um, there's very little difference between like, Oh, like actually like an opiate. And that's what I call opioids. Cause they're like, they mimic an opiate. So chemically they look very similar. Yeah, and they act very similarly. Sometimes they could be uh, they could be chemically and has to be stronger. Like a lot, and not necessarily they're stronger now, like because how they're enhanced, like because opioids, not opiates. So in a perfect world, all right, you're the czar, okay? You're the czar of America. What do you do? I think ideally. Like the best answer isn't the easiest answer, and that's why it's not going to work. Because the best answer, honestly, is to it takes way more work in it in terms of you have to just assess each person's injury case by case. Um, you have to really um, put a stress on physical therapy. Sounds expensive. It does sound expensive because it is. But I mean, and that's the thing, and that's why I know. Like, even though it's the ideal thing, it's hard for it to work because. It just takes way more work from a lot of other people to make sure that people are taking these for the right reasons. Because a lot of times people get hurt and they just give you like this medication and it's in you on your way. But like you may just need some physical therapy. That may help. I don't know if it will or won't, but it's like it's not even explored because it's like this is the easy way out. This is the easy way to do it. Physical therapy isn't always covered by insurance. Exactly. Exactly. Because and that's what makes it even more hard, more, more, uh, more difficult than me because it's like you don't. You don't know, like how, like you don't want to have to pay out of pocket to do that. You can just get prescriptions and send them on the way, and everyone benefits like 
it benefits um, financially at least because like the doctor gets his copay for the visit the person gets the cheapest way to fix the pain and everyone wins but like the best way is going to be a lot harder so it's not even necessarily the pharmaceutical companies as much as it could also be the insurance companies right it could, uh, I think it's everyone involved though like it's everyone yeah so really we should be going after the insurance companies I mean a lot of times it's a conspiracy man here we are back again come on Ed no. Jump into the waters with me. No. Let's go. It's They're not, warm. It's not that conspiracy. It's just like, you know, people need to get paid for what they do. That's all it is. Not a conspiracy. Everyone, like, if you, the more hands you involve, the more people need to get paid. Like, if you have a physical therapist, he got to get paid. Yeah. If you have, like, if you have, like, if you're actually, if you're monitoring someone's, like, medications on top of these duties, on top of what you're already doing, you may need to pay for that. Like, everything that has to be involved, someone has to get paid. So that's gonna make things way more complicated. That's why they they go this route instead, even though, and that's how and that's the thing. Like that's that's the best way you get away from that. That's why it's also also is also not feasible in a lot of senses because people aren't doing all that. It's just not. Do you want my impression of Seth Green in the movie Can't Hardly Wait as a physical therapist who's um, looking to get paid from an insurance company? This is very specific. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Oh, I got to get paid. <laughs> People who have seen that movie will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, actually, I have seen that movie. I know what you're talking about. Um, okay, but what about the suicide thing? That's just um, where, where do we where do we start there? I mean, that, I think it's obvious, right? Like, it's the mental health thing. It's, yeah, that, that's obvious. Like, well, I don't think that. Um, I okay, think but that, fix it, Czar. Fix it. How do I fix it? Yeah. Um, you fix that by taking the stigma off of mental health mm-hmm. and take the stigma off of. You're being labeled as crazy because I mean, there's sometimes, like I said, there's sometimes that you, the world gives you things that you're not equipped to deal with by yourself. So you might need help. So it's like, you can't just write them off as crazy or whatever. Like they, they, they're ill. They yeah. need help. So it's just the best, the best thing to do is to help them and not stigmatize them for being that way. The brain is an organ. Yeah. So is your liver. So is your stomach. So is your heart. If you had any issues with any of your internal organs in your chest cavity, you would go see a doctor. Right. And you would get some sort of advice on how to treat it or some medication on how to treat exactly. it. Exactly. Why wouldn't you do the same thing for your brain? Right. Why wouldn't you do the same thing for the most important organ, the one that controls everything else? Right. On top of that, like you shouldn't be penalized. You shouldn't be looked at weird for doing that. Not at all. So, and that's a th- and that's that. I will try. To, like, I feel like if I feel like if you break the stigma down, then I think people are willing to explore it. But I think we're getting closer. I think. Yeah, we're making steps, but it's just it's still like a long uphill battle. Though. Yeah. It's a, I think it's, 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 a, it's a steep uphill climb though. It's, The top 10 leading causes of death, including heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, and suicide, were the same as in 2016, according to for majority of deaths. Only cancer deaths decreased by 2.1%. Which is good news. That's great news. Yeah, that's great news. I mean, if you think about how many people get diagnosed with cancer. There's stuff lying in that cloud. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 2% is not a big number, but. but still, any progress in that is great. So, like, there's, there's one stuff lying in that dark-ass cloud. Right. 
Between 2016 and 2017, mortality rates also decreased for black women, and there was no significant change in rates for black men and Hispanic Americans. Also good. Nice. Life expectancy began dropping in the U.S. in 2015. Monaco and Japan currently have the longest life expectancies in the world at 89 and 85 years. The U.K.'s life expectancy is around 80 years. How much of this do you think has to do with diet? Because oh. after reading that, you oh, know that oh, definitely. Japan has probably one of the cleanest diets, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. A lot of vegetables. Oh, definitely. A lot that. of seafood, a lot of fish. Um, it, it's, I mean, obviously they have like their fast food and all that kind of stuff, but I don't think that they have such a dependency on as much yeah, as we like, do. Yeah, like read the top 10, um, um, the top 10 uh, causes again. Like that tells you, yeah, it's definitely diet, heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, right? Suicide. Exactly, stroke, diabetes, like diabetes. I mean, heart disease is like, yeah, that's definitely diet. Yeah, we gotta start taking care better care of ourselves, man. And that, well, the thing is, I think people like, I think the thing about fitness is, is that there's never a medium. Like people never, no one wants to be like average. Mm-hmm. People always want to be like the dude with the eight pack or like. Me, me. You mean you want to be like me? Me. You want to be like me? To do with the APAC? Me. All right. Me. All right. Yeah, this is what you want. Um, But, yeah. It's either that or like they want to be like the Instagram model or whatever. It's like, I think that people get intimidated by that. It's like, just do a little bit. Like, do, but just fit in when you can. Yeah, you don't have to go ham in the gym. Right, you don't. Just- I mean, it's 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 fun to do that. Like, it's fun to, you know, go hard in the gym every single night and drink whole milk every single night. But <laughs> you, don't milk. Have, <laughs> you don't have to do that. You can just go for a walk around the block, you know, take your dog for a walk, go play in the park with your kids. And then, yeah. you know, make like a grilled chicken dinner. That's that's all you really got to do. Yeah, like it's not like you don't have to just change your you don't have to change your entire diet and just eat like kale all the time. Yo, and newsflash: all these fucking bodybuilders and uh, bikini models that you see on the internet, that's, like they're not all healthy. That's all they do. Also, and that's also all they do. They do nothing else, and they're broke. Yeah, like they don't have no money. Like, don't be fooled. The like cars that like they that's a camera phone. Yeah. All the cars that you see them posing with ain't theirs. Yeah, no. So I think that's I think yeah I think gotta fix that though too. Does that yeah. have to do with the health factor of that? I think we're getting there. I think I think um, there's a uh, a stronger desire for people to live healthier lifestyles now than there ever was before. Mm. Certainly seems that way. Yeah, definitely. You know what else is strong? Porn. I like, like, strong industry. You're not going to top the first segue. And it's never going to be better. That was a really good it's one. It's never going to get I'm any gonna better than me, that. Like, I'm gonna give, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give credit to that. That was a good one. Might have to shut this whole thing down. Because <laughs> that's the top that it's going to sit at. Dateline. Uh, no, none of these places have like Datelines anymore. I mean... That's been, I think I thought like there's definitely been an ongoing saga though. So that's probably it has no dateline. Mm-hmm. It feels like a, a, it has like there has there are like levels in the story. So 
YouPorn responds to Starbucks porn ban by banning Starbucks. Starbucks, after a few years of promising it would, has banned porn viewing on its free Wi-Fi. That first sentence, I did not know you could watch porn on Starbucks Here's the thing, free Wi-Fi. Though, I don't... That, that sentence gave me issues because I don't know why you would be mad about this. It's like... Wait, don't, you don't know why you'd be mad about watching porn at I Starbucks? I don't want it like Pete in public. No, I don't know why you'd be. I don't know why you'd be mad about them banning the porn. Like, oh, I yeah, don't, yeah, like, yeah. Why would you be mad about that? That's my <laughs> issue. Like, why would you be mad about them banning porn at Starbucks? Like, out of whom that's just what's happening. Imagine, picture in your mind right now the guy that's really furiously upset over Starbucks banning porn on their Wi-Fi. Enough to write a letter about it to someone. I'm at least. Whatever kind of imagery you're thinking about right now, you're right. Probably. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm definitely right. But that's it. And I, that's why I didn't know that. That's why we, we said, we, I was like, wait. I was like, wait. There's a response? I thought this is understood. <laughs> I, I didn't know that they thought they could be in coffee shops. Well, they couldn't because the company had built a filter that would still allow mature content while blocking straight up porn. So you could watch. So you can go to like a photographer's website and see nudes, right? But you couldn't watch any, uh, you know, penetration, as they say. Porn purveyor YouPorn has amusingly amusingly responded by banning Starbucks coffee in its offices. In a memo sent to employees by YouPorn Vice President Charlie Hughes, effective on January first, Starbucks products will be banned in the YouPorn offices. Quote, in light of the news that Starbucks has blocked customers from searching and viewing adult content within their establishments, Starbucks products will officially be banned from YouPorn offices effective January 1st, 2019. What do you think the offices are like in the YouPorn company? What the offices are like? Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you see when you visualize a YouPorn? Uh, Cubicles? Uh, uh, no, I've, I've, or are they more like open spaces like we work? I feel like at the YouPorn office, I felt like there should be a janitor working at reception. A janitor? A janitor. Is there someone named Janet at reception? Oh, <laughs> Janet at reception? Yeah, Janet. <laughs> did, they, reception. did they open up in the 1980s? <laughs> that the YouPorn thing behind her reception desk is YouPorn's the logo behind the reception desk. She just says, Janet, hey, Janet. You just walk past her. <laughs> I, what was the last time you met a Janet? I don't know uh, any Janet <laughs> except Jackson. <laughs> I think the last time I met a Janet was uh it was when i worked at blockbuster but she went by janae <laughs> she called herself she called herself janae though janae her name was janae but her it's name was silent t no there was no it was clearly janet it was clearly janet but she's she insisted everyone call her janae I, i'm picturing janet right now has big big hair big hoop earrings oh. um no, this isn't like any, anything she's that, chewing gum no the thing of this everything that you thought that janet looked like you're wrong no yeah you're wrong Oh. You're wrong. Okay, but yeah, it's not. It's it's not pretty. But yeah, that's how cool are you with watching porn in public? Um, on a scale of one to ten, negative five. Yeah. I'm not doing this shit. Gotta say, I'm I'm green with you there. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like you just curb public masturbation, which I would want my Starbucks to do. Like I, I like I I want you to do your part in combating public masturbation. So this will be definitely be your part. So way to go, Starbucks for banning you porn. Like. All you heard of the U Point employees because <laughs> they can't drink Starbucks in their offices anymore. Like you can't, like you can't send Janet to Starbucks. Go get like a this is good of, news for Dunkin' Donuts. 
But there, uh, it's been like I have to drink Dunkin' Donuts instead of like Starbucks, though. Don't you dare! First of all, listen, I'll put hands on you right oh, now. You're if you, so Jersey. If you put, if you, you are put, so Jersey. If you if you besmirch the name of Dunkin', I you will are put so hands Jersey. On, I will put the paws on you, Ed. Oh my God, you're so Jersey. You are so Jersey. I'm gonna drop it. But yeah, you're so. We'd have all this information. What do you think? If you had access to it, if you had to guess, what do you think the most searched terms for on YouPorn was in Starbucks using their internet? What did, did every wait? What would it be? Yeah, like for all like the guys, because you know it's only guys watching porn at Starbucks. What are they searching for the most? I don't know, man. Because I would never do that. I know you have to like you have to put your head in somebody else's head now. I don't know that. Person. Pause. Pause that. Put your head in somebody else's head. <laughs> That's the talk, problem. Talking, That's a problem. But we're talking about view porn. <laughs> problem, though. We're talking about porn. Yeah, we're not talking about. Talks about that. I'm just saying. We're talking about porn. City is humor. City is humor. Whatever. I'm just saying. That is the problem. Pause it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hang on. Um. Oh, this is all. Uh, there's actually some content like gaming inside po- insights posts that might inadvertently be blocked by this type of content. Oh, never mind. That's not. I thought it was something else. Yeah, they're saying that we block other stuff too. We block other stuff in, on on accident in order to block the porn. Yeah, and that's just collateral, collateral damage. I feel like like wh- this should have happened a long time ago. I thought this is what happened. I thought this is what it was. Like I didn't know that Cyber has to announce it. I just assumed that Cyber is. Giving Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, and by the way, you can't watch porn here. Like I don't know if people say that, but we don't want you can't watch porn here. I'd be seeing people Sorry. posting videos on Twitter of like people jerking off in like libraries and stuff. That happens. I why are you able to look at porn in a library? Because they don't filter their websites. Well, shouldn't they? Yeah, they probably should. I mean, there's kids. Yeah, they probably they probably should, but you know, this is Yeah, you can do that. I'm not mad at Starbucks for this. I'm mad at Starbucks for other things, but I'm I, I just feel bad for the UPorn employees that can't get Starbucks. I don't. You work at UPorn. Like, how hard is your job? I mean, you should like, you should get a cup of coffee though. You should, but go to Dunkin' Donuts. You're fine. Hey, I got a question for you. Okay. Imagine all ants are now the size of house cats. How long do you think it takes for them to take over the island of Manhattan? When I saw this question that you posed I thought that you broke your straight edge rule uh, I was like yeah, I want this man tested immediately I think, <laughs> I think someone's lying I think like, I think someone's lying. I'm like he can't be he can't be sober like <laughs> test this, test this give, give this man his blood test can't, right why, now like why can't I just have thoughts why would you think of ha- ants being the size of house cats because here's here's the thing ants are super strong right okay they can lift like what is it? Like a hundred times their body mass weight. Right. Okay. But they're small. Mm-hmm. So they like, they don't even register on our radar, but we also know that there's millions of them. Yeah. Underneath our feet. Yeah. So let's just say one day, some sort of secret ooze seeps into the soil and it causes a wild mutation of all the ants on Manhattan Island. Who's to say this can't happen? Why aren't we preparing for ant overturn in this world? You said, why are we not? Yeah. 
Why are we not prepared for this? Because we're, we're not out of our fucking minds. We need, like, that's why we're not doing I think we're shit. out of our fucking minds for not preparing for this. Wow. I think seven minutes. I think from start to finish, from the first rumble under the ground to the last ant uh, destroying whatever piece of property that could stop the, the takeover from happening, I think it takes seven minutes for them to take ma- over Manhattan. I think it takes four days for them to take over the world. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you have timetables for this. Um, because like, because I've thought about this. No, because the thing is, too, you haven't. How are you going to be ready for this? People are so concerned about the zombie apocalypse. Oh, got to get ready for the zombie apocalypse. Where are you going to go? Are you going to go to Walmart? You're going to go to Home Depot? No, I'm not because it's not going to matter because it's not going to be zombies that takes over. It's going to be giant house sized house cat sized ants, fire ants. Imagine a bite from a fire ant the size of a, a house cat? Are you kidding me? Let's rewind to the part where you justified this argument with argument about a zombie invade apocalypse. Like you said that you were worried about this thing that's not going to happen. So that this thing that's not going to happen. That's all I heard. Like you were about zombie apocalypse and now you're not worried about this. It's like you're worried about two fictional things. Things that are never going to happen. There are going to be those zombies or no cat ants. Like I don't know why you want me to have a contingency plan for these things. You sound so sure. I st- yeah, you sound I'm so sure. I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident. I'm fairly confident these things are not going to happen. So what do you know that I don't know? What are you hiding? My common sense, I guess. I don't know. But all I'm saying is... You still didn't answer the question. No, I can answer the question for you. I just, well, I'm, I'm just saying my initial reaction to the... When I saw the question, I was like, what kind of idea is this? Like, <laughs> it's not a high idea. It wasn't a high idea at all. <laughs> but I can ask you a question. How long? Um, let's see, yeah, actually, no, actually, like when you said seven minutes, I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Seven minutes, right? Yeah, because fuck, like they're out there has a house cats, like, and there's millions of millions them. of the size of just by size alone, they'll just they'll encompass everything. Just by and they size can crawl up any surface. Yeah, no, seven minutes is a good time. It's over. Yeah, it is over for us if we decide. To let the ants take over. Right. But I'm not, gonna lose any, I'm not gonna lose any sleep tonight, though, just for the record. Okay, maybe not tonight. But yeah, if it happens, no, if it happens, what can you do? You're fucked. So what's to prepare for? I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, you're wild. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Really? Have some professional sense. How bad? Yeah, you're bad. Do you need to take that? Nah, that's cool. I'm good. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. It's just... Damn, if I had it on vibrate. I would have it on vibrate, but... It's you need to have it on Do Not Disturb. Like me, a true professional. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. Sure. Where are you from? Houston. No, but what part of Houston? The Southwest A-Leaf. I know. We so- talked about that before in an earlier podcast. Yeah. I'm just catching people up in case they don't, they don't know. Cool. What's one thing you miss about A-Leaf that's no longer around? I do miss Laser Quest. That was my first job. I had a job out there. I worked there for a good while. I met like all my friends through there. Shout out to LQ. Yeah, that, that was there. That, that building in that questionable, questionable area. 
It was. There was like there was like a fucking uh, spa. Like I got there was like a game because I got raided by there one time. Mm-hmm. There was like a spa a little bit down the way that I always had people coming out like eleven o'clock. That would be people walking in. And getting There's them. another spa there now, bro. Like there've been like three or four spas over there. Yeah, like for real. Yeah. So like, but that area, like like that building, like I just met a lot of friends there, and I was just that's not there anymore. I do no. miss that though. The building's still there, but Laser Quest is gone. Yeah, like the, I just missed that for the nostalgia factor. That's yeah. all I miss it for. Like, I mean, and the job was cool. Like, I, I got paid to do nothing, so I mean, I can't knock that ever. But like, is there any sort of, um, you know, like any like old spots that you used to go to? Old spots you used to go to that aren't there anymore. Um, think about that one. Uh. Honestly, everything is still there. Like Funplex is still there. That's another place that. Ooh, Funplex! You went to Funplex? Yeah, I mean, everyone went to Funplex. Though. Talk about Funplex. Funplex I've never was, been to Funplex. No, I drive by it all the time. The thing is, like, I've been to Funplex maybe a few times, but Funplex, like, when we were coming up in middle school and high school, not, I guess more middle school than high school though. But middle school, like, if you weren't at Funplex, you knew somebody that went to Funplex. That was always in someone's, um, like, uh. Like weekend plans when you're yeah. in middle school, like where are you doing? I'm going Funplex. That was a date spot, right? Yeah, that or like there was a roller rink. I forgot the name of the roller rink though, too. Damn, I forgot the name of that roller rink. The one on Derry Ashford. Yeah, yeah, I think it's called Derry Ashford Roller Rink. No, it's called something else before. Oh, it's called, I think it was called oh, Starlight. It's called Starlight. Oh, it's called Starlight. Yeah, a Starlight Roller Rink or it was Starlight Roller Rink or Funplex. Like yeah, all the kids are going there. Yeah, so that's why. Like, and those aren't there anymore. Well, Funplex is still there, but Starlight's not there now. It's like the Derry Ash Roller. It's not called Starlight anymore. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like that, just those things. That's, that was also like nostalgia. What made them so cool? That's just where everyone went. Like that, it's like, I went to roller skate and went to Funplex. And like on the weekends, like, everybody was there. So it was just like, you could see like kids from your school and they all the other schools and just be in there just chilling. Yeah. Do you have any fun stories from Funplex? Not really. Like, well, actually, I used to go there. I used to bowl there all the time, but like, I'm, I've seen like the thing is that you can see anything if a fight could break out a fun place you don't know yeah or like you can or, or like you can like go be on your first date with someone if you're at, at, at fun place so it's like yeah there's just a wide range of things that could happen there because I've seen all these things happen I've seen like fights break out there like I think I, I think I think someone may I think that there was a shooting around there one time a shooting at Funplex? No, nah, I think it was I think it was like around Funplex. it wasn't like at Funplex, but it was like a little bit ways off yeah. It was, just, it was close enough to be like, oh, damn, it's around Funplex. Like, it was that close, though. So, it was like a wider range of things there. And it was just, everyone's there on the weekends. What's that Funplex other than bowling? It's like, there's bowling there. Yeah, besides bowling, there is like, I think there's bumper cars there. They have some like, they have, at least have like rides in there. They have like those like games you can see at, uh, at, um, like, like carnival games and shit. stuff like that. Like, they have like ski ball. And, oh, yeah. All that kind of shit. So, so it's like a it's like an amusement park indoors. Almost, uh, yeah, mo- yeah. Like there wasn't like any crazy rides in there. They have like a carousel or some shit. Yeah, like but yeah, it's pretty much that. I think they had like um, I said they had, I think they had a roller rink in there too. Honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. Sounds like a cool place. Yeah, I'd never go there. <laughs> not now, at least. Well, yeah, not now. Like I'm, I'm good now, but that's one of the things that I did. And yeah, that's one thing I do remember. And what's something that you don't miss from A Leaf? I don't miss. Yeah. Um. And you can't say school. 
Nah. I miss, um, but I don't miss. Yeah. Something that you're glad to get away from or something that you're glad is closed. Oh, blockbuster video. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. Was this the one off of what that T-Mobile store is now? I think so. Like it's off over there. Derry Ashford and yeah, so it's on like Bissonette or Beachnut. No, it's the one on Westheimer. It was on Westheimer. I think it's like a weave place now. But as I was on Westheimer, it's uh oh uh, okay yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, that yeah. one that's when I worked at. You worked over there? Yeah. Damn, that's okay. That's close to where I'm at. Yeah, that's what uh, I was. I was at that one, and like that job was just terrible. Blockbuster Video. It was one of the worst jobs. I think it was the worst job I've ever had. Why? Because um, the one thing about Blockbuster Video. Is that remember I had that they had that uh, late policy like you could be late before noon or whatever? Mm-hmm. And actually, when you worked at Blockbuster, like you knew that it, it didn't go off at noon and went off actually at two o'clock. PM. Ooh, yeah. So like they gave because they, they gave us a two hour buffer zone. So if you dropped in a, a tape at like twelve fifteen or twelve thirty, it won't go up as late because by the time you check it into the system, it's it's on time because of that buffer zone. So secrets, like, yeah. So it's like secrets to avoiding late fees, but yeah, now. like but the thing is is that when 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 they don't get the late fee it'd be like uh, another rental fee remember like it's like you're renting it again basically yeah so thing is that people will come in and have their late fee and they will say shit like oh man like I turned it on 12.30 like really give me that like they will just give you the shit about it it's like you know that they're lying because like if you bring out 12.30 it's gonna be on time yeah. Like, you're just bullshitting me. Right. Like, so that's the crazy part about it. Dude, Blockbuster Video, I have so many mixed feelings about Blockbuster because, one, I remember going to Blockbuster with my dad, like, you know, on Friday night, like, you go get the video game, like, he go get the movie for him and my mom or whatever like that. But then also, Blockbuster was, like, the biggest dick tease in the world. Yeah. Because you'd rent a game and like you could only rent it for like a couple, like a day or two or whatever before you had to give it back. So you'd go and you play the game and then like you'd get like maybe halfway through and then you have to give it back. Right. And if you were broke like me, you couldn't just go buy it again or you go rent it again. So what'd you do? You had to find the kid that worked at Blockbuster Video and said, hey, man. What can you do for me? And this was a kid that I went to high school with that I didn't particularly like, but he had the hookup. Got a bunch of N64 games from that kid. <laughs> like a boatload of N64 games. But here's the rub. So he got fired. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and so he had to come back to everybody in the school and say, hey, listen, I need all that back or else they're going to press charges he had to get it back he had to get it back damn and because i'm a decent person i said okay fine i gave him back the games that he got me other people were not so decent damn that's all i'm saying that what got charges i don't know if he got charges against him and it for all i know it could have been all bullshit and he could have kept the games all for himself oh so true but 
that little uh, that little run was very short lived. But Blockbuster Video is okay. It sucks that it's gone now. No, like I no, I hated the job because of that, and so like I would have people just lie to me. On top of that, it's like uh, they were they were never closed. They never closed. No, they were never. Clo- they didn't close any days. They were never closed. Like they opened on Thanksgiving, they opened on Christmas, they opened on New Year's. I didn't realize that they're never closed. They never closed. Like every day they're open. Well, that's stupid. Right. And I have to work all the and I have to work all the holidays too. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. Yeah, it was not worth it, Doug. So the thing I miss most about my hometown is the convenience of being able to get from one side of the town to the other in about twenty five minutes. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you had that and you're here, I'm sorry. But also. There wasn't much reason to, you know, leave. You know what I mean? Like you had everything you needed within a stone's throw. You know, it's not like here where everything is so spaced out and, you know, you may go to school on one side of the city and you may have to go to the grocery store on the other side of the city and maybe you have to visit your parents on, you know what I mean? Like, when you're 16 and you live at home, like you don't really need to venture out too much. Right. You want to, that's all you want to do is just leave, but you don't have to necessarily. Right. At least in my situation, I didn't, but that's the one thing that I missed. The thing that I don't miss at all though, is kind of just like being, uh, you know, big fish in a small pond. Oh, like I'm kind of the shit. So, it took me a while to realize that I'm the shit. And not until I left, I was like, oh, I'm the shit. Yeah. And I would hate to have to go back to that. Okay. And, you know. Okay. Camouflage myself. Okay. Have to force myself to not believe that I'm the shit. All right. When really I'm the shit. I hear that. Does that make sense? I got you, man. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got all of that. Estradamus, make a prediction. On what? I don't know. Whatever. Oh, let me hear your prediction about uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Oh, man. That fight. uh, It's going down tonight. It is. It is. I got to pick Wilder on that, man. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, mean, if Tyson Fury is a tricky fighter, he's a a very skilled boxer. He can make it look, um, and he can make people look bad just because of his style. Fighting. Also, so, his name is Tyson Fury. Yeah, like he's not, like he's not, he's not, he's not a. Um, that sounds like a final boss. Yeah, he's no one to sleep on, really. Like I think he's a pretty, good, he's a pretty skilled boxer. But the only issue is that he's been away for so long, and he's not in the best shape. And like Deontay Wilder is also a good boxer. He's very awkward, and he 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 can knock out anything. So I think I don't think that I don't think Fury has the power to keep off with Wilder enough or because if Fury wins tonight it'll show that he's like he's probably one of the it'll show me that he's probably one of the best heavyweight boxers if he wins tonight because like he has ever to, not not ever no but just in like the realm of boxers right now like he's one of the best he has to, he's one of the best ones if he can win tonight just because I think he's gonna have to try like like keep his power off of him and I don't think he has enough power to keep him at bay either so that's the issue so I'm like it's gonna be a test of his skill. It'd be a t- if he wins, a testament to it, to Tyson Fury's skill because he doesn't have the power. But I think that Dante Wilder has knockout style. He's just an athlete. So you're putting your money on? 
Wilder. Put money on Wilder, yeah. Putting your name on it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying that Fury is a slouch. I'm just like, he's been away for a long time. He's probably right not in the best shape right now. So, in your opinion, Tyson Fury does not even deserve to share the ring with Deontay Wilder. No. No, he definitely does. I think it's, I, I, if I could watch the fight, I'll watch it. Like, so, you're I, saying Tyson Fury is a bum. No. You're saying Tyson Fury doesn't stand a chance. No. That's what you're saying, right? I'm saying that he's going to be probably KO like round, I think, I, I see a KO like round 10. Oh, Okay. Yeah, K like around nine or ten. I think that I think Fury. I think Fury keep. I think Fury can win some rounds in the beginning. I really think he can. Yeah, but I think that the issue of stamina might catch up to him when he goes to later rounds. And I've seen Deontay Aldo throw pretty heavy. They're pretty heavy handed, like in late rounds too. Like and he can end rounds late because he's just very athletic. And well, the fun part about this is that by the time people hear this, you're either going to be on the money or you're going to be loud wrong. Loud wrong. Yeah. Either way, I mean, it's fine. Like I think it's worth. I think it's definitely worth watching them. If if it was a, if it was one if if I thought it was lopsided, it'd be number point to watch it. What's wrong with boxing? What do you mean? Like why isn't it as popular as it used to be? The main thing about I think the thing about boxing is that um, I think the biggest issue hurting boxing is its own corruption. That's the biggest thing about boxing. Getting back to his conspiracy theories. Let's go, man. This is let's get no, into it. Come is, on, no, this is corruption though. Like, it let's really jump is. out the like, window. All these all these. Like all the bad decisions, like I think I've seen Pacquiao get robbed twice. Like when he fought Tim, he fought Timothy Bradley. He won that fight. Um, they just squeezed trilogy out, of, trilogy out of that. Like there have just been these horrendously bad decisions. Well, most recently the Triple G Canelo fight, right? Right. The first, the first one. one was bad. The second one was closer, but even still, I think that I think that from that fight, I got that Gennady Golovkin is a better fighter than Canelo Alvarez, but he's not better enough to beat him on the scorecards. Because all of Canelo's scorecards come back funny. I remember there was a scorecard that had his fight against Mayweather that he won that fight. There was one score that like had that was, yeah exactly. Like if you go back, it was like it was a split decision. He won a split decision, and Mayweather waxed Canelo in the <laughs> fight, and it was split like he won. Like there was one that just had it for Canelo. I was like, how? What fight were you watching? That was more egregious than the first Gennady fight. Yeah, almost to me. I'm like, how? Who has Canelo winning this fight? He was chased like. That's disgusting. Yeah, so it, the Canelo's cards always come back funny. So that's the thing. Like to beat Canelo Alvarez, you have to like beat Canelo Alvarez. You to beat to- the man, woo! You got to beat the man. <laughs> Who Shout said out. that? Who said Shouts that? Rick Flair. That's right. Rick Flair said that. Shouts Rick Flair. But you like you have to just you have to leave no doubt. Like there has to be some not like I see even I even said before the first Gennady fight, I was like he has to get some knockdowns. You did say that. I was like he has to get some knockdowns because like, if it goes to the cards, he's not winning it. I said that from a jump. I was like, no matter what you see, he has to be a decisive win. Like he has to get some knockdowns or or a knockout. Yeah. Because like, like if it goes to cards, now nah, he's gonna lose. I was like I knew that for a fact. And when I went to cards, I was like, even though I thought Gennady won, I was like he's he's not he's not getting his hand raised though. So Deontay Wilder's winning this fight. I think so by KO. In the tenth round, yeah, not, not yeah, tenth round. Nope, that's what you said. You got to put ten. your name on it. Put, yeah, I can't put ten. Okay, and ten. All right. ten. We'll see. But even I, but the thing is, like, whoever wins this fight, you have to watch. I like watching the fight. Joshua is a fight to watch. Even if Fury wins tonight, watch that fight. Like I'm saying, like if Fury can, if Fury can be Wilder, he's different. Because I don't want because whoever wants a Wilder Joshua fight, that's what everyone wants. I'm saying if Fury wins tonight. I'm still watching that fight. I'm watching Joshua Fury. Like, that's still a fight worth watching. Because to beat Deontay Wilder means that you're about something. So, whoever wins that fight, yeah. You watch that Fury. Watch it. If it's Fury, 
I'm picking Wilder this fight, but I'm saying if I'm if I'm wrong, the fight, the next fight is still worth watching. I really believe that. All right, there you have it, folks. Yeah, boxing corner with Ed Stradamus <laughs> taking the predict to a new level. Uh, my pro tip for the week is uh, fuck, I I didn't prepare anything for this. I actually had a a tip that I saw like I came up with it yesterday. Lace, let me hear it. I've been told that I'm a pretty good boyfriend. And I've gotten it. By who? No. By my <laughs> girlfriend. And, 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 and onlookers. But that is, but that's testament to my sister. I have, I have two sisters. Uh-huh. And like I, I learned a lot from them. Just uh-huh. watching how women operate just by watching them. So, shout out to them for that. But, uh, yeah. The one thing, that, one thing that I want to tell people, because I saw people, I saw this, a couple in the grocery store that fight them or something. That was, just seemed very significant. But to fellows out there, just pick your battles. Yes, that's a great pick tip. Pick your battles. Because somebody, because I think you should explore all issues with your, with your, um, with your mate as you're looking at a battlefield and you're the general of an army that is outmanned like four to one. Because that's what it is. You're, there are some battles that you have to lose ground on. Because you don't, because you don't have, you don't have a passion in a fight. You don't have her emotional stamina in a fight. Because if you've been trying to be mad at someone for a long time, it's just tiring. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. Holding but a grudge will take years off your it life. It is so hard. But like, if you get your girl mad, forget it. Unrelenting. She'll never forget it either. But like, it, and like, say, so my thing is like, you don't have her passion. You don't have her emotional stamina. You don't have her memory. You don't have. You don't have her level of petty either. Oh, oh. So, Petty labels over here. You know, you don't have like you don't have it. So yeah, like, sometimes you got like you just got to give ground. Like you got to be like, look, this ain't my this ain't my fight. Did you see that video of the girl? She's um in the car. She's complaining about the level of gravy on her mashed potatoes that she got from Popeyes. You saw this? She's cla- she's she's complaining about the level of gravy in the in the mashed potatoes. She's like, look, it's all gravy. She opens it up. She takes a big spoon and then she takes a scoop off the top and she realizes that it's just. The, the good gravy has just seeped onto the side, like it's the right proportion of gravy to mashed potatoes. She looks at it, she looks down, and you get the, you see the look on her face as she realizes that she's wrong, but she won't admit it. And she's like, "It's still a lot of gravy on here." <laughs> <laughs> but that's it in a nutshell. Is that even if you're right, you're wrong, and you and that's the thing. So it's like if you're gonna go into a battle, you have to make sure. That one, you're you're dead right. Just survive. And even if you are right, you have to be sure that you may still be wrong. Like that's the thing. So I was saying, like when you're fight, when you're in, a, when you have to battle something like that, just pick them wisely because you can't fight every fight. Like there's some things that you should not care about. Yeah. Like there are like there are things that the man brings up. I just do not care. Like we get along great because like she cares about things that I care less about, and it's like. I just you have it. Like, you have a fine. finite amount of oh, this is a great pro tip. This actually just led to a great pro tip. You have a finite amount of fucks. Yeah. Spend them accordingly. Yeah. That that go that, that and guys have like we have way less fucks. Just should put that on a t shirt. We have way less fucks to give about things. So it's just like you just have to pick them wisely and where like just where do you want to have this fight like because if it's in the grocery store about like whether you should get this certain type of um banana lettuce or like that's not it dog 
whatever less you want, just give it to her. That's not your fight. When we start making merch, when this show gets big enough, when we start making merch, we got to make a note to the put quote. that put that on the shirt. I like that. Yeah. I like that. But yeah. All right. Well. Pick your battles. Pick your battles, guys. And survive. All right. Later.